0: Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is integrating technology into a Socratic seminar. Socrates, the Greek philosopher, believed that the best way to attain reliable knowledge... through disciplined conversation. He believed that we could do this effectively through a series of logical questions and answers. Today, this is arguably more important than ever before. If you think about it, with so much information instantly available to us, the problem isn't so much finding information as it is sorting through it, evaluating it, and making sense from it. We need to be able to cut through many differing opinions and get to the core of the content. We also need to be able to identify inaccurate or misleading information. There's a need for deep thinking, and educators recognize this. As a way to develop these skills in their students, many teachers have implemented powerful Socratic seminars into their classrooms. Now, If you're not familiar with Socratic seminars, It's an activity that encourages students to critique a piece of text, analyze it, develop probing questions, and then have a structured conversation with their classmates about it. It's not a debate, and the goal is not to convince somebody that your point of view is right. Rather, students work collaboratively as a group to unpack the complexities of the article in order to better understand it. They ask questions provide textual evidence from the article to respond to those questions, and dig deep into the many layers of meaning that might be packed into the document. If you haven't heard much about this approach, I encourage you to look it up. Look for Socratic Seminar. While Socratic Seminars can and have typically been conducted without the aid of technology, digital tools can offer some unique benefits to this experience. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you some digital tools and strategies that can be used when engaging in Socratic seminar. I'll break these ideas up into three stages the preparation, the seminar itself, and the debrief. What are some cool tech tools I can use? Two tips instructional technology. So, first, let's look at step one the preparation stage. This is where students typically read a piece of text. They break it down, develop questions, and get ready for the seminar. Traditionally, the text has been in print format on a physical page. However, I really think if Socrates had video, audio, and web content available to him, he'd be tapping into those as well. Today, that's where the content of the day lives, So in this context, you can use digital resources and bring in content from all these forms of media, interactive websites, an image, an audio clip, or a video. Since students live in a world where they'll get information from all those formats, we should have them practice with these in our classrooms, and Socratic seminars are perfect vehicles for this. In addition to providing students with different types of source content, educators can encourage students to break down and mark up that content digitally as well. Rather than having students use a pencil and a highlighter with a sheet of paper, which is perfectly fine, we can now allow them to take advantage of a host of digital markup tools. Just think about it. In any word processor, they can use a huge palette of highlight colors with the click of a mouse. They can bold, underline, or italicize text. They can even use the comments tool to add notes in the margin. They can link to websites. We may take them for granted, but these word processors provide a lot of annotation options. Add-ons can take this functionality to the next level. One of my favorites is the Google Docs add-on called the highlighter tool. This add-on lets students create a customized palette of highlighters that appears on the right-hand side of the screen, and then they can create a descriptive legend detailing what each color stands for. Legends are really important so the colors have meaning. Students can even export their highlights based on this color coding. That can lead to some powerful analysis. If they're not using a word processor document, but rather reading a digital PDF, then they can use tools like Cami or DocHub to mark those up. Those tools even provide virtual pencils for annotation, so if they have a tablet, they can draw on it with their finger. If students are reviewing video content, they can add timestamped comments using tools like y and ReClipped. Those are available through free websites. A new one that I just came across is called Now Comment at nowcomment.com. That tool lets students annotate text, images, and video all in one spot. Really cool. Perhaps just as importantly, digital tools improve accessibility to the content. Online translators quickly switch text to a student's preferred language. Text-to-speech screen readers convert the written word to spoken language for students who are struggling with reading. The open dyslexic Chrome browser extension even reformats the fonts on the screen to help dyslexic students more easily read the words. Students need to be able to access the content before they can think critically about it, and these tools help. So we could go on and on with more tools to help students prepare for the seminar, But let's move on to part two, the seminar itself. What digital tools can students use while they engage in deep conversation? The simplest answer to this is to keep integrating the digital word processor. Students probably don't need to learn it because they already use it and it's very powerful. Using this, teachers can distribute templates and planning documents through their learning management system. And then these documents can be shared back with the teacher. It's a great paperless give-and-take of information. This gives you instant and valuable insight into their progress. Similarly, if your students will be operating in groups, perhaps using the pilot-co-pilot approach, they can share collaborative documents with each other. Not only can they build upon each other's thoughts and notes this way, but they can also share ideas in real time during the seminar. For instance, if there's a circle of co-pilots outside of an inner ring of participants, those co-pilots can then use the collaborative document to suggest questions or insights to their peers on the inside circle without talking or disturbing the seminar. This not only leads to collaboration during the seminar, but also facilitates collaborative conversations when they're given time to meet face-to-face during the seminar or during breaks in the seminar. Another benefit to digital documents is that you, the teacher, can structure the document ahead of time and let students fill it in. That reduces some of the cognitive load for them. For instance, you can generate a table organizing student questions to make sure they write options at each level of complexity that you're expecting. You could also build cells into that table to prompt students to record questions that they're asked and then corresponding evidence providing to support those arguments. This can encourage more active listening in the class, and it gives structure to it. Perhaps you even preload the document with sentence frames to offer scaffolding for students about how to structure questions and responses. And not only can students record their ideas here, but they can also use the same annotation tools they used in the preparation stage to highlight and call out the most important ideas during the seminar. Once the seminar is concluded, students can again use digital tools during the reflection stage of the activity. Reflection questions can be integrated into the digital seminar note sheet that they had been using, but it can also be facilitated using other digital tools. Survey tools like Microsoft or Google Forms are great options for collecting responses from all students quickly and in a way that allows the teacher to scan results. If you have them rate their experience, you can see handy little graphs that are quickly accessible. You could also use an exit ticket tool like Socrative that lets you pose digital questions or call up a pre-formatted exit ticket. In addition to these three steps of the traditional Socratic seminar, there are digital tools available that also allow you to transform the experience more significantly, perhaps by facilitating parts of it asynchronously or over the course of multiple days. While it's important that students experience this type of activity face-to-face to some degree, There are benefits to mixing in some digital versions of the experience as well. It could serve as a practice sandbox to help them develop the skills they'll be using when they get to the face-to-face format. Or it could be a way to integrate deep questioning experiences into another unit of study, where you don't have time for a fully structured Socratic seminar. If you're looking for this type of transformative technology, you could consider facilitating Socratic seminars through a discussion platform where students reply to each other's posts in Socratic fashion. You could even do this in video format using Microsoft's Flip video discussion tool. Here students can hear each other's voices and see each other's facial expressions, which can really help to make the virtual experience feel more personal. Another really neat online tool is Edu. This platform lets you quickly set up a pro-con type discussion students respond to different branches of the conversation, and a dashboard tracks student activity so teachers can peek in and see how everyone's doing. It's designed as a debate tool, but it can be used for Socratic seminars as well with the right guidance and direction. As with nearly any activity in our classroom, there are opportunities to meaningfully integrate technology to make the experience richer, deeper, and more relevant to students living in a digital world. I encourage you to explore the possibilities. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. And of course, be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we are joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening, take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.